Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at LineStar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at LineStar App and at LineStar MLB and download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You won't regret it. It has everything you need to build your winning lineups, chat rooms, optimizers, value tools, stack tools, you name it. They've got it. So go download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can find myself on Twitter at BD Hendrick and my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing on this wonderful Tuesday morning? Yeah, I'm ready to flush Monday down the toilet. So oh, uh, uh, Blake Snell was horrible. Uh, not horrible, but he wasn't great. Um, you know, there are many better options than him. Uh, so he upset me tremendously. Uh, you know, uh, Montas wasn't as good as I thought he was going to be. Kikuchi's solid. but Mont- um, Montas struck out 11, though, so he came through. Yeah, he did. I just, you know, it's like, I, I feel like it was one of those days. I've been pretty good recently. And this one is like, hey, here's your humble day. Here you go. <laughs> so uh, one of those. So let's flush this Monday right down the toilet and go to Tuesday. Let's do that. Yeah, let's, we, we didn't take a gomber today. So that was good. Gomber, gomber got it done. It wasn't, uh, he did. It wasn't we got reverse gombered. So that was good. Um, but yeah, we uh, it was interesting to say the least. A lot of blow ups late. Rainouts and bullpens and fun stuff yeah, there. Lower all Rays going eleven runs yeah. late. I mean, come in on. extras, it's almost like this new extra inning rule is starting to feel like it's a college overtime where you start from like the twenty <laughs> or like the twenty five or whatever. And we're like, yeah, we're just going to see how many points we can put up now in the uh, in the overtime. So that's I actually how, that's like that for watching, but not yes. for uh, fantasy. Yeah, because yeah. it's totally like if, imagine if you're a person that bets unders. That'd be so yes. much fun. Just I mean, life it. is too short to bet the under, but that is yeah, true. I get what you're saying. Yeah, people that bet the under are also the ones that bet uh, the sevens uh, craps <laughs> at the craps table. So um, horrible people, horrible people, but they exist. <laughs> they exist. Um, but yeah, let's get at it. With Thirteen games. We got a big, big slate on tap. Lots of ways to go on this slate. So I'm very excited about it. Good pitching options, good hitting options. Uh, the depth is insane at certain positions. That you can get weird if you want. Yeah. It's it's really really fun. So let's start things off with the first game of the night, Cincinnati Reds at the Washington Nationals. We have Tyler Molle versus Max Scherzer, over under 7.5 on this one. Uh, you got Molle's 88 on DK, 75 on Fandle. Scherzer 10-7 on DK, 11,000 on Fandle. Molle coming off a, a rough one against the offensive juggernaut known as the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> and then you got, um, you got uh, Max Scherzer doing Max Scherzer things. So what, what pitchers do you like here? Uh, I like Scherzer. I'm not. Uh, Molly let us down pretty bad last time. I believe he was. Wasn't this like on the double short slate? Yes, the, the like two the four, four games. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and he just completely let us down. Uh, seven seven earned over two innings. So gonna pass on Molly. But Scherzer's been solid. You know, uh, every uh, in his last four starts, he's allowed one run or fewer. Uh, only went five innings the last two times out. But even those five innings eight strikeouts, seven strikeouts. So, uh, I mean, Scherzer is still in play as always. 
Yeah, he's in play. Um, there's a lot of cheaper options I like on this slate, but Scherzer's definitely in play because if he runs hot, there's not many guys at the higher ceiling than Max Scherzer. So right. def- definitely keep him circled. Molly's weird because like I don't want to use him in this slate because I think the Nats offense is really starting to click with Shorber and company. At the same time, I'm not you're looking to like stack against Tyler Molly. So do you like any bats in this game? Yeah, there's a couple bats here. I mean, like you said, the uh, Washington's been hot. So guys like Zimmerman Bell, Harrison Soto, uh, you know, obviously Soto is expensive, so you can go that way if you want. I mean, if you want to stick with Jesse Winker, who's hitting homers, you know, our, our boy Max will give them up. Yes, he so, will. So, uh, you know, he's a strong play, but he's expensive now, 54 and 38. Castellanos expensive as always. Little PVB data here. Schwarber is 5 for 16 in his career off of Molle with two bombs. That's a 312 average. Uh, 3 for 11 for Barnhart with a double uh so if he's in there he might be a good option but those are the bats i like for this one it wasn't so long ago that shorber was in the low 3ks now he's 4800 bucks on dk (laughs) fun times fun fun times let's head to the bronx toronto blue jays new york yankees steven matz Corey kluber over under nine on this one and as we're talking the odds are changing this is fun (laughs) my screen was flashing right now that's great over under of nine in this one you have matt 68 on dk 73 on fanduel kluber 84 on DK, 81 on Fandle. Coming off the no-no, Bogman, my philosophy stays in play here because he got a red-hot Toronto team. Do you like any bats in this one? Yeah, I mean, I don't like either pitcher. So, yeah, let's go bats here. Let's go, you know, both sides. Uh, I like Simeon has been hot. Vlad Jr. went yard twice on uh, – was it only twice today? So yeah, 15 on the season so far. 15, I mean, not even two months into the season yet. The second one I saw live and it was monstrous, and the yes. first one was even bigger. So, yeah, that's what she said. Uh, uh, Randall Gritchick at 43. I love Guriel at 3,021. Uh, Glaber is starting to pick it up and he's yep. still cheap at 37.27. Judge is in there. A little PVB here. Uh, LeMayhew, six for 10 in his career off mats with uh, two doubles, three for six for And You Are with two doubles and a bomb so if he's in the lineup at 28 and 22 i would like to get him in there as well i love the glaber torres uh value at 37 on dk and only um 27 on Fanduel. he's really starting to pick it up since he came out the COVID il even throwing throwing some power into the mix and then you mentioned lordis guriel he's been hitting a lot lately but the power's been gone he went deep on monday so maybe things are warming up for him as the it warms up around the country we'll see but some good value in a game that should over under of nine. I think this is a good game to go over in this one. And also Simeon's expensive, but he's, he's taken Kluber deep a couple times as well. So um, there's, I, I like a Toronto stack to be contrarian because people I think might go back to the clue bot off the no, no. And we can have some fun with that one. Uh, Colorado at the New York Mets. We get the return of Jacob DeGrom. No total in this game as we got two guys coming back from rehab starts. DeGrom's 11-8 on DK, 12,000 on FanDuel. He was electric in his first uh, rehab outing, his only rehab outing. And then Colorado's calling up Kyle Freeland after two rehab starts. He's 53 on DK, not available on FanDuel. Either of these pitchers in play for you tonight? Well, I think DeGrom is always in play. Uh, I think in a bigger slate like this, I probably don't want to go with the guy coming off of the IL. So I don't know how I'll have at least one DeGrom somewhere, but probably not too much just because there's other cheaper options that I like. Yeah. My only concern with DeGrom is I think they'll let him go because they're the Mets. They don't care about their health issues, but (laughs) um, he only went three innings, you know, faced 10 batters. So he didn't like, sure. he, He showed he was healthy, but he didn't go deep type thing. And it's not like he's had a big layoff, so it's not like he can't go 100 pitches. But just that that speculation, anything can happen. 
if we know he's full go, then this is an electric spot, obviously. Um, I'll take him in a heartbeat, but that's still a question mark to pay attention to as news comes out. I will ask you, Bogman, and there's a lot of cheap pitchers I like on this slate. Kyle Freeland against this Mets offense, which is dreadful. Kyle Freeland just threw six innings of one run, four strikeouts in his last rehab appearance. It's Kyle Freeland. I'm going to say it again. Kyle Freeland, but mm-hmm. our, the Mets offense is just absolutely atrocious right now. Yeah, it's going to be a no for me, dog. That was my uh, thought process for Snell, and he was terrible today. So I know I'm still angry about it, and I should get over it. It's DFS. I should throw it in the trash. But for some reason, I'm hanging on to it today. I sent you a fairly nasty text about Snell today. (laughs) It was fun. uh, I was eating dinner. It was very, very, very appropriate. (laughs) I can look at my phone and go, oh, yeah. 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 Poop emoji. Yeah. That's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm. it's just. I'm going to pass on Freeland. Yeah. So well, no way. It'll, it'll be interesting. I want to see what lineup the, the Mets uh, throw out there because uh, Gomber got him. We'll see what Freeland can do. Uh, any bats you like in this game? Because for me, it's kind of just a pass on the bats. Yeah. I mean, there's a little PVB data here. Uh, I mean, VR is five for six against Freeland with a double and a homer. So uh, he's a decent option. Peraza is six for 10 against him with two triples and a homer. Tapia, two for seven against a Grom with a homer. But I mean, like you said, the hot bats. There's only been a couple on Colorado's side in Blackman, Crone, and Fuentes, but against the Grom, nah. So VR is probably the one guy I like here. All right, let's head to Boston, Atlanta Braves, Boston Red Sox, Charlie Morton, Garrett Richards, over under of nine and a half. We don't see many go over nine outside of Coors and uh, Coors South. So nine and a half in this one. Morton, 79 on DK, 7,000 on Fandle, Richards, 75 and 83. Uh, I'll be passing on the pitching Bogman, and I really like some bats in this game. What about you? Yeah, I kind of like both pitchers, but not here. So, um, you know, Morton finally got on the board with a quality start. Uh, Richards has been better than advertised, but uh, not in this game. Like you said, the over's too high. This is bat central. There's a lot of PVB data here, too. Uh, Bogart's 10 for 29 uh, against Morton in his career. Three doubles and a bomb. Uh, J.D. Martinez, 9 for 26 against him. Two doubles. Uh, it's six for 23 for Rafael Devers with two doubles. And then there's been hot bats on both sides, mainly Atlanta. You know, they weren't hitting for so long. And now all of a sudden they're going ham here. Riley Swanson, Albies, Freeman, Acuna are all hot. Kike Hernandez on the Boston side. So I, I would stick with bats in this one. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's supposed to be mid 70s and wind blowing out to center about 14 or 15 miles an hour. So that should uh, help as well. But I love the Austin Riley price tag. I'm going to keep riding them while he's cheap. Uh, Albie's a little pricier, but he's almost just as hot as Riley. Almost. Uh, Swanson's heating up. There's lots of ways to go without like going like Freeman's almost the most disappointing big name they have right now, which is crazy to think of because he'll wake up in no time. But yeah, lots to like on both sides of this game. This could be a definite game stack if you want to get there. And there's plenty of cheap pitching to make it happen. Do not worry about that one as people get to some dandies on this slate. Next game here, Kansas City Royals at the Tampa Bay Rays. Brad Keller, Rich Hill over under eight and a half. We have Keller 57 and 69, respectively. Rich Hill 85 and 82, respectively. I'm going to pass on the pitching again on this one, Bogman. Do you have any interest in any either of these two? Uh, I mean, I have a little interest in old Dick Mountain here. You know, he's been pretty solid. Off some uh, nice starts lately. Uh, three quality starts in a row. Caper uh, nine is nice at 9.2. Walk per nine, not so much at 3.48. So I like him a little bit. 
Um, you know, the price is nice too. I'm not really interested in Keller, uh, even though the price is super cheap and I have five and a third, four strikeouts, uh, three earned last time out. Not horrible, but, uh, yeah, rich, rich Hill is going to go, uh, a, in a couple of my lineups, but Carlos Santana, uh, PVB data here, four for 11, two doubles against Hill, Yandy Diaz against Keller three for eight. And then there's been some hot bats on this Kansas city side. Uh, Michael Taylor is uh, hot and cheap, 25, 26. Benintendi, 31 and 25. Nice cheap option, too, on the Tampa Bay side. Rosarena, Lowe, and Meadows. All expensive, but all have been hitting as well. So those are the bats I like here. Yeah, I really wish the Rays would not have gone off on um, Monday <laughs> because I love attacking uh, Brad Keller. I think most people have seen, still seen that as an option, but it'll be a lot more noticeable now with everything that's going on. But I love a Rosarena. Um, the usual suspects, Meadows, as you mentioned, Joey Wendell's hitting everything. He's still not super, super expensive. And if you want a cheapie, I'm just going to throw it out there while he's still cheap. Taylor Walls, he's 2200 bucks. Yeah. He's a second base shortstop. He's 22 on DK. He's the bare minimum on FanDuel. And he's been quite productive in his first three games, either walking or getting hits and scoring runs. So that's one way to get a cheap piece of Tampa Bay, especially in cash games, if you're going that route. So I definitely like the Tampa Bay stack, one of my favorite stacks on tonight's slate cleveland at detroit in this one aaron savale against Tariq skubal over under of nine another nice high total on this ball game we got um savale sitting at 83 on dk 8,000 on fandle skubal 55 and 66 you can make arguments for both pitchers actually i think i prefer savale in this matchup against the detroit offense but i could i could listen to a skubal argument against this cleveland offense as well I'm with you. Yeah, I like that we've been simpatico on some of these pitchers recently. The only big disagreement was you were smart and said no Snell, and I said Snell yesterday. So, but yeah, I like Savale here specifically. Uh, a little more expensive, obviously, but uh, you know, he, he, two of his last three have been quality. Uh, the strikeouts aren't crazy high, but his highest total was in his last start when he had eight against the Angels with only one walk and two earned. So I kind of like what I'm seeing out of Savale here, and because of that. Uh, there's not a lot of bats that I want. There's a little PVB data here. Uh, Marat, uh, Mazzara against Savale is three for nine with a bomb, four for 13 for Victor Reyes with a double and a triple. Uh, Jose Ramirez is three for six with a double against Scooble. But the rest of these bats, even the guys that have been hot, don't elicit a ton of confidence. I mean, are we sure that Eric Haas and Castro are going to be in the lineup, right? Uh, Ahmad, Ahmed Rosario, Harold Ramirez, and Cesar Hernandez. Cesar Hernandez is a nice price at 39 and 29, but that's probably it as far as bats I like in this game. Yeah, it's just one of those games that with, with such a large slate, I'm not going to try to uh, predict the moon in this one because these two teams are just, you got to be perfect because they're such volatile messes is the best way I can yeah. say it. So, yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. If you want to go pitching, they're both in play for me. I prefer Savali as well. But I could definitely see a value scuba play as an SP2 if you need to. Um, San Diego Padres at the Milwaukee Brewers. Joe Musgrove, Corbin Burns, pitchers duel. Over-under of seven in this one. This is a juicy one. You got Musgrove, 95 on DK, 84 on FanDuel. But Burns is only 91 on DK, but 10-2 on FanDuel. Very interesting price discrepancies between the two sites. It makes Musgrove way more attractive to me on FanDuel and Burns way more attractive to me on DraftKings. But what's your thoughts here? I'm with you. Take the cheap option out of both of them. And, and like you said, for DK, that's Burns. For FanDuel, it's Musgrove. So I'm right. We're simpatico again in this one. I mean, Musgrove the last couple times out, you know, 
seven innings, 11 strikeouts last time out. Of course, Curb, Corbin Burns is K per nine is almost 15. It's right ridiculous. 14.95. His walk per nine is 0.45 because he has two walks on the year. So uh, he's, slacker. yeah, he's been incredible. So I, I because I like both sides, really don't want any bats. I mean, Kesson here, I just got called up and he's super cheap. He was raking. Triple A, by the way, 3,000, 2,000. He's four for 11 with a double and a homer in his career against Musgrove. Yelich, who's back up off the IL, uh, five for 16 against Musgrove with a double, a triple, and a homer. So three of his five hits have gone for extra bases. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's the usual suspects as far as other bats if you're not playing the pitcher side, as far as Tatis, uh, Wong, outside of that. There's cheap options, but I don't want to play many bats here. Yeah, it's pretty much the pitchers only for me, just like we talked about. In except in the exception of like with Monday, we talked about if the chalk is there, be contrarian. Well, Snell was the chalky pitcher on on DraftKings at least, so the Milwaukee stack was contrarian and actually worked. Does it work every night? No, but if you can get if Musgrove's chalky burns, it's still tough for me to say go San Diego. I just because he doesn't give up a ton of damage, you have to get it on the bullpen. Um, but Musgrove, we've seen be very volatile. And have some yeah. if, if, iffy outings, and that's where like a Yelich, uh, like a Wong, a, a Hira, a Vogelbach, stuff like that, that gets interesting in a tournament. So keep an eye on ownership that comes out usually midday and a second run a little closer to lock. Talked about on the Line Star app in the Line Star chat. You should download it in Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You won't regret it. Uh, Baltimore at Minnesota on this one. We have no total yet because that game just actually <laughs> wrapped up about an hour ago. Um, we got Dean Kramer versus Jose Barrios. Kramer, 6K and 62 on DK. Barrios, 9K and 8K DK and FanDuel. Um, I guess Barrios, Barrios is in play, but I'm just kind of passing on the pitchers in this one. Me too. Yeah, th this is one where I like Barrios, but there's guys in his price range I'd much mm -hmm. rather have. Uh, Burns Kramer, $100 more like. Yeah, on, D on DK at least. Just do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I I love Barrios, but yeah, it's 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 more about the bats in this game, and you know, there's a little PVB data here, not much at all. But uh, Galvis two for five against Barrios with a bomb. Same thing for Mancini two for five uh, against Barrios with a bomb. Uh, Anthony Santander, you called out yesterday. He's three thousand on both. Uh, CV Wilkerson's twenty seven and twenty one hundred. Miguel Sano, who's been hot, isn't. Crazy expensive. He's pricey, forty three and twenty eight. Nelson Cruz has been out, so Rob Ref Snyder's getting in there, twenty three and twenty two, and Mitch Garver at forty seven and twenty four has been uh, decently hot as well. So those are the bats I like here. Yeah, a couple more on Minnesota. Like you mentioned, Ref Snyder is a nice cheap option, but uh, Kirilov's four K against Kramer. Big fan of that. I was looking at numbers earlier. I like Sano too, but Kirilov's first base outfield. Um, Kramer's given up five homers to both sides this year. He's averaging 2.3 homers per nine to righties, 3.2 to lefties. So um, the Minnesota Twins are very, very live in this one. That's why I think you can go Sano. You have uh, Kirilov at 4K, and Trevor Larnick is 2,700, and he went deep again on Monday as well. Yeah. So you can have some fun there. And then Santander, I'm just going to keep playing him while he's cheap. He didn't go deep for me, but he had two doubles, scored a run, drove in a run, I think. He got you plenty of points, so I'm not worried about that one. We'll keep – Keep trucking him as he's cheap because he's too darn good to be that cheap. So Baltimore is always a sneaky like, or intriguing stack for me, and I'll probably find a little little action there. Like I, just, I a lot of times I just did Mullins and Santander together, both got double digit points. We walked away, and and everyone's happy. Where's your Orioles hat, by the way? You're an I Orioles should have one. Man, I really good. should. I, yeah. You know, I'm a hey wire there, fan. Hon. 
Yeah. Yo, and Danny Shore gets I, crab cakes. I almost bought the RotoWare shirt. Uh, did you see the Cedric Mullins one where he's dressed up like uh, uh, what's his name from The Wire? Oh, why am I skipping my my uh, chalky? <laughs> no, the not, wire. The wire is a show that I, I have not. Oh, you haven't seen that? It's one of the few that I have not seen. I and I've been chastised by many people. I, I went out. I, I was at dinner uh, <laughs> with a couple of my buddies, and they're like, "You haven't seen The Wire." Come on, man. You got to watch it. I'm like, yeah, hey, I, I don't know. I'll be honest. I didn't see it live. I watched it like two years ago. I binge watched it all. Yeah. So I'm guilty of it too, but I'm totally blanking on his name. He played Chalky White in Boardwalk Empire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I know, but I know it's, a, it's a great shirt. Like people, it's it's awesome. So everyone go <laughs> check it out. A uh, few more games to go here on this Tuesday night slate. St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago White Sox, Jack Flaherty, Lucas Giolito over under eight. Like I just want to sit and watch this game personally. Two reasons. Yeah. These guys are high school friends. Like I've heard them on interviews on podcasts together, like really close <laughs> friends. So this is going to be fun just for the, the looks at each other and trash talking. Um, but Flaherty's 9,300 on DK, 10,5 on Fandle. Giolito's 87 and 85 respectively. And Giolito's coming off a gem of a start this last time out. I kind of like Geo just because he's cheaper than Flaherty. Flaherty's been great, but I I kind of want to keep going to Geo and see if he can. He's figured it out. Yeah, I mean Flaherty's had six straight quality yep. starts. He's outstanding. So he has been incredible. But I I think I'm with you here. Just the you know he's had the blowups. We know that. I mean gave up seven at one point just two starts ago against the Royals. He gave up five and six innings. So he's had some blowups. But I think I like Giolito too. Uh, pretty much, the, the, I mean, there is no, um, you know, quality PVB data here at all. A lot of these bats have been hot on both sides, though. Mm-hmm. On the Cardinal side, Goldie has been picking it up. Carlson, Tommy Edmund, Edmund uh, Mundo Sosa, and then Grandal, Madrigal, Moncada, and Mercedes have been picking it up for Chicago. So I think I'm no hitters in either side of the pitching here. That's where I lean right now. The one thing I can already kind of see coming, G- there's a good chance Giolito's chalky. So get a St. Louis stack and play for you. Like I can <laughs> see know. the price is just too cheap. I know he's been up and down this year, but we saw the ace type pitcher last time out. He should at least be in like the Corbin Burns Flaherty. Like he should be five to five hundred to a thousand dollars more. Like he should be up there a little bit, make you think about it. Where right now it's just kind of like, here's the bait. That's where it's at. <laughs> so um, yeah, L.A. Dodgers. Houston Astros, another game I'm going to watch with the volume on it, hopefully no announcers, because that's going to be a fun one. Clayton Kershaw, Zach Greinke, over under eight in this one. Y'all know my feelings on Greinke. He's 82 on DK, 77 on Fandle. Kershaw's only $8,000 on DK. He's $10,000 on Fandle, much different there. But my goodness, $8,000 on DK, Bachman. Yeah, the problem is, is that both sides of the lineup here, the LA oh, wow. side and the Houston side have been hot too. I mean, uh, you know, just some hot bats on the, the LA side, Muncie, Luck, Smith, and Taylor have all been hitting. Uh, Taylor's a decent price right now. Pujols has been hitting and has a pretty good career against Granky 14 for 46, six doubles and a bomb. Turner is 11 for 33 against Granky with three doubles, uh, a triple and two homers. Uh, Altuve against Kershaw is six for 15 with four doubles. Who knows how many trash cans were involved in that? Uh, Tucker, Guriel, Brantley, Bregman, and Correa have all been hitting as well. They're all expensive, but I think I like Kershaw. Obviously, uh, Granky is affordable today, and he's coming off a really good start. But I think I'm not going to buy in on pitching here. I think I'd rather go with Giolito or Flaherty. Um, you know, I'd rather go with Musgrove or Burns. 
I, I think I'm going to steer clear of the pitchers here just because I'm afraid of the lineups. That's very, very fair because the lineups are are good. And, you know, next week we might not say Granky's affordable. He's more affordable. But, um, <laughs> yeah, one of those areas. Sorry for the dad joke, but here we are. Um, Kershaw at $8,000, what I will say, because, yes, the Astros offense is terrifying, especially against left-handed pitching. In tournaments, he's one of my favorite pitchers as, as an SP2. I just love the risk-reward factor with Kershaw on this one. It's a lot of risk, though, so keep that in mind. And if I have to pick one team, I want to stack the snot out of the Dodgers in this one. I, yeah. I really, really like a Dodgers stack. Or at least get like a small thing going. Like Gavin Lux is so super cheap. Mix in a couple of players and see where it goes. Like I'm not saying it's going to happen on Tuesday, but nothing would shock me because Bellinger, I think, has played already two rehab games. He's coming up any moment now. So keep uh, that's one of those. We saw so many guys like the uh, – A's game was at seven Pacific, and they announced like at five thirty that hey, Ty France is off the IL. Well, that's great yeah. to know after everything locks, but it's like we might get some late news on a Bellinger, and that'd be electric in this game. All right, couple more to go here: Texas Rangers at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. You got Hyung Jung Yang versus Andrew Heaney over under eight and a half in this one. Uh, Yang is forty nine on DK six thousand on Fanduel. Heaney sixty two and seventy six. It's all bats for me, Bogman. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna give a little love to Andrew Heaney because uh, he's not our favorite and he wasn't good his last time out either. Three innings pitched, uh, two walks, one strikeout was rough, but he has every once in a while, like against Tampa Bay, where he'll throw out a quality one with a ton of strikeouts. And I think this might be one you've mentioned. I think how rough Texas is against left-handed pitching. So uh, I'm gonna give a little love to Heaney here and say he's okay as a SP two in DK or a uh, tournament play. Uh, if you want to uh, be different, Heaney is okay. That's fair for me though. All I care about in this game, and you could do all kind. You could stack if you want. You could attack Yang if you want. I get it all. At least Garcia has somehow got his price declined over the weekend where he just continued to hit home runs. So $3,400 on DK. 34 on Fandles, somewhat respectable. 34 on DK is just criminal, so that'll be in a lot of lineups, but the floor is back to you. Yeah, I mean, there's some PVB data here against Heaney, too. Uh, IKF is 4 for 16 with a double, uh, 5 for 12 for Solak with a double, and 4 for 8 for Willie Calhoun with a bomb. But for me, it's more Angels bat since I kind of like Heaney. It's Iglesias at 4,2700. Otani's always in play. Walsh, 48-37. Lagares, 35 and 2,000. So those are the guys that I like in this game. The other angel I'll mention if you're stacking things up, Taylor Ward has been playing a lot in the outfield. Uh, he's got a little bit of pop as well, so another guy you could circle the battleships with if you so choose. Uh, two more games to go here. We don't have a total on this one. The San Francisco Giants at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Bogman and I might not be able mm-hmm. to talk for a couple days, but it's going to be fun. Oh, uh, I mean, I fully expect to get swept. So yeah. uh, I, I'm resigned. I'm glad we got ahead now. But uh, we want to talk about bad pricing. Gossman is $7,200 on DraftKings. He's 10-8 on Fandle. Totally fair with that. $7,200 on DK. I'll play him everywhere. Martin's 5200 on DK, not priced on Fandle. So am I crazy for saying all the Kevin Gossman? No, Kevin Gossman's probably the best value pitcher on the slate. Yes, so. it's ridiculous. $7,200. Uh, I'm absolutely with you. Even with Carson Kelly coming back, the Diamondbacks getting a little healthier. Marte's back, too. Uh, I'm just uh, it, it, Gossman. It, he has six quality starts in a row. So uh, he's been incredible. You even mentioned on uh, the radio show that we did this weekend that, um, you know, 
uh, Gossman, if you wanted to throw a dart on him uh, for a prop bet for mm -hmm. uh, Cy, Young. Cy Young, the payout yeah. would be gigantic. And he is just on cruise control right now. Yep. So, uh, you know, Corbin Martin wasn't bad in his first start. He did have four walks over five innings, but he also struck out six, only gave up three. And that was against the Dodgers in L.A. So not bad for him, but uh, it's all Gossman here, you know. Yep. And I'm not really interested in either side of the bats here. David Peralta has a decent history against Gossman, four for 11 with a double. But, I mean, after that, Crawford's been hot, but he's getting priced up now. Uh, Eduardo Escobar is hot, but he's priced up. Josh Rojas isn't bad at 35 and 27, but if I'm playing Gossman, I don't want him. So I don't really want anyone in San Francisco. Do you want any of the bats? I'm stacking the Giants. I love a giant okay. stack here. Um, I know Posey's expensive, but he is crushing things. After days off, he's even better. Like we had the day off on Monday. I love Posey in this one. Uh, Crawford hopefully belts back. If he's not, uh, Ruff is still hitting well. Dubon is actually hitting very, very well. He's 2,600 and 2,000. Uh, I want to see what the lineup looks like to how I want to build my stack, but I will have some Giants exposure for sure. I like this one a lot, getting him back out of the Bay Area into a – I still think it's a hitter-friendly ballpark. I know the humidor has calmed things down, but I, we've seen a lot of offense there, especially with the uh, bullpen in play in Arizona. So I want the Giants. I like the Giants tonight. All right, last game on the slate, the Seattle Mariners at the Oakland Athletics. Logan Gilbert, take three. Cole hmm. Irvin, over under eight and a half on this one. This is two young pitchers. Gilbert's still trying to figure it out. He's 5,000 on DK, 58 on Fandle. Like, I want to play him because he's so cheap, but he's looked so bad so far. And then Irvin, 67 on DK, 72 on Fandle. I don't hate Irvin as an SP2 if you need him. What's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's Irvin, you know, against Seattle. I know they put up four runs tonight, but that's their run limit for the week. So they're out of runs already. We know that about Seattle. So I kind of like Cole Irvin here, and I'm not really interested. I mean, you know, one good day for the Mariners is not going to make me interested in the bats there. Uh, Oakland, I mean, if you wanted to play Loriano, maybe Seth Brown or Mark Canna, fine but i'm not really too interested in the bats here either yeah i don't, I don't blame you I, I like the idea of staying with some of the a's bats but gilbert's like i respect him but i'm concerned at the same time so i might just watch this one type thing and uh staggers yeah. plenty of games to do other things speaking of which bogman's real quick before we do our home run calls tonight what's stacks you liking on this one um i'm yankees against matt's is a decent one um you know maybe tampa bay against keller could be a good one if you want to do a stack of Cleveland against Scooble. I'm not totally against that, but I don't like their bats recently. Uh, outside of that, I mean, like you mentioned, maybe the Dodgers against Granky, uh, maybe LA against Yang, but this is one of the least stackable big slates that we've had, I feel yeah, like. It's very pitching dominant, or at least enough yeah. decent pitchers. You're like, eh, I don't really want to attack things tonight. Um, it's like Toronto, New York. I love the Toronto side to be contrarian, but both are in play. Atlanta, Boston is a game stack. You mentioned Tampa, as I like that one a ton. I'm going to try not to get sucked into Baltimore. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to try <laughs> not to. It's just like I, they're so cheap. Go O's. Go O's. Um, Dodgers and then uh, the Gigantes. Big, big fan of the Gigantes tonight. Speaking of being big fans, we like home runs in these parts. But before we do that, if you can uh, give a rate and review to the podcast on iTunes, five-star preferably. We'd really, really appreciate that. And if you'd like to watch the podcast, go to the Line Star YouTube channel. Get all the goodies there. Subscribe, like, and share. All right. If you're following Line Star on Twitter at Line Star MLB, they tweet out the home run calls of the day from myself, Bogman, and Ryan Humphreys. 
they will uh, whoever you retweet it three lucky fans will uh, be drawn and if a home run is hit you can win some free swag so bogman on tuesday may 25th who is your home run call of the day give me jose ramirez against Tariq skubal that's where i'm gonna go so you don't go to cleveland for a lot of uh offense but i'm gonna i'm gonna try it let's see if it pays out for me i like that one quite a bit he's red red hot and i'm gonna go with a guy that's like nuclear hot right now we're going to fenway where the weather is beautiful for home runs galore (laughs) and i'm going with austin riley to keep just staying nuclear hot against garrett richards so give me austin riley you have jose ramirez it's going to be a banger of a tuesday night bogman but uh, that'll wrap us up 13 games in the book Back to a little bit smaller slate on Wednesday. It was still lots of good stuff here, but uh, we'll see everybody. This was your Tuesday edition of the On Deck Podcast. See you later. Take it easy, everybody. Good luck. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app On Deck Podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck Podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.